Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Union Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are not familiar with what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Union Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send to me, and you can send those to Catherine at UnionTherapyPodcast.com. Now, quick reminder before we get into today's show that although this podcast is called Union Therapy, I am a therapist. It does not serve as a replacement for any actual mental health services. Now, we always, not always, we usually do one question a day. I take those from usually email where you guys send those in to me and I always keep them anonymous and I want you guys to remember that because it can help you feel safer sending in a question and you can always send something in and tell me not to read a certain part of the email that happens all the time and I can change the names if you ask me to do that but I just need to know that you want me to do that but just know that it's always going to be anonymous I won't ever say your name your email address where you're from any of that Today's going to be a normal episode. I'm going to read one question, then we're going to talk about it. And I say, let's just get into it. Hey, Kat, thank you for all you do. I have a question for you. I am in a family group message. Recently, one of the family members has been texting only, in quotes, healthy slash restrictive eating plans, end quotes, her exercise regimen and how many calories she's burned, et cetera, et cetera. She is trying to be helpful and motivating, but it has a sort of better than thou judgy undertone. She tells us how she doesn't eat between 7 p.m. and noon the following day and things like that. What do I do? I don't feel like I can leave the group without causing family drama, and I also don't feel like I can confront her because she's my in-law. Help. Okay, first off, we're going to start by me reminding you, or maybe you aren't being reminded you hear this for the first time, you are not alone in this. I think the majority of us have been in a family group chat when we wanted to either leave, we wanted to call somebody out, we wanted to scream, I don't know, they can get a little dicey, not just because of the fact that you're getting a text every five seconds, but some of the stuff can feel a little bit triggering and hard to sit with and hear constantly. I'm curious about for you what feelings you have that come up around these texts. 
Is it something around you and how you're feeling and how it affects you? Or is it feelings around how you might be thinking about how it might affect other people in the family? And so are these texts baseline, frustrating, hurtful, hard to read because of things that you've gone through and things that you're working on? Or is it more because you are worried about what other people, um, how they hear those and how that might affect how they are doing? Because while we can care about other people, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it might be helpful for you to be able to differentiate between if this is a both, maybe it's both of those things, or maybe this is for myself, or maybe I need to sit with a little bit of discomfort because it's about totally somebody else and their feelings. And it might be more helpful for them to learn how to stick up for themselves and speak for themselves than you kind of do it for them. I just have a lot of questions about this because usually when you guys send in these emails, it's hard for me to really understand the fullness of the story. And so you asking yourself more questions might help you actually identify what you need to do on your own. I'm also curious is the family talking about this together? Is it something that you just are thinking about in your head? Like, is there a subgroup text talking about what is said in that group text? And everybody in the family is maybe afraid of speaking up or saying something because that's an interesting dynamic. And at a baseline, again, without knowing any of this context, I do think it's 100% valid, normal, justified for you to leave the group chat. Nobody is forced to be in any group chat that they don't need to be in or that they don't want to be in, we are allowed to exit those things. I mean, maybe if it's a work thing, I, I don't know. There's probably a loophole into that, but you get what I'm, I'm saying. And especially if it is affecting your ability to take care of yourself and you're questioning the things that you're doing or being encouraged to do things that maybe would not be good for you, but are very tempting because of maybe things you've struggled with in your past. I don't know. It sounds pretty reasonable to me to not want to have to read these and go through these messages about behaviors that may cause you distress. And again, I'm curious if the other people in this group message also find the things that she's saying concerning, or is it being very normalized and you're, you feel like you're the one in there being like, why is nobody, why is everybody okay with this? Because I think that that brings a whole nother part to this where it might feel like, wait, am I the crazy one? Or am I going to be scapegoated? And that kind of makes a lot of sense. I get feeling that and why that would be scary. And if that's the case, I have a whole episode for you about um, scapegoats and truth telling that might be helpful to listen to. Because if, if everybody is actually concerned about her behavior and the things that she's saying, it also brings up this idea that everybody in that group is kind of doing this passive kind of enabling where we're just kind of rolling our eyes behind her back, but then, you know, letting her say all this stuff that we actually don't agree with. And maybe we're a little bit concerned for her, maybe not even for ourselves. So that is an interesting dynamic. I would just do a little bit of digging around as well. Now, you also say that you're assuming she's trying to be helpful. And I wonder if she realizes how unhelpful she's being. I know for myself, I have been that person before. And I do wish somebody might have said something to me and maybe they did and I just like rolled my eyes at it or I didn't take it very well because that's totally fair when you're in that zone and you think that, I mean, I I get it when I was in my own stuff and I took on this more orthorexic type of view of things, there was this essence of like, 
what I'm doing is better and it is the holier than thou. It's I'm taking care of myself better than you guys are. When in reality, I was probably taking my care of myself the worst out of everybody. It was hard for me to see that. And it still could have been helpful to hear that other people didn't want to have those conversations. And again, I don't know how I respond to it, but it could have been helpful. And I think we cannot predict how anybody is going to take something or hear something. And we want to make sure that we're still standing in our integrity. So you might not go into this conversation or confrontation or leave this group in a way to change anybody else's behavior, but you can still speak your own truth. And that might matter to somebody. It might not. And I also am a really big fan of lowering the stakes when it comes to a confrontation, because even that word, feels really scary. I worked with a therapist that called them carefrontations. And while that was cheesy, it also just allowed space for people to kind of relax their shoulders and breathe a little bit because confrontation sounds like I'm going to yell at somebody or I'm so angry at somebody and I am going to tear you apart when really it could just be you speaking about yourself and how something affects you without asking somebody to change their behavior. It doesn't always have to be this come to Jesus moment. It can really just be as simple as you shooting a text back one day saying, hey, I noticed I get pretty stressed out when the conversations are centered around the diet and exercise behaviors of other people. And I know my feelings are not the same always as other people's. And so I'm going to remove myself from this group chat. So if you guys want to continue those conversations, you totally can. I just, I've noticed that they're not helpful for me. Boom. Or you could say something like, Hey, you know, I've been working on my beliefs around diet and exercise and how I take care of myself. And it's hard for me to be in conversations where this is coming up a lot and it's common. So could we have those discussions outside of this group text, that would be really helpful for me. You're not calling anybody out. You're just saying, I've noticed this about myself. Is this possible? If they say no, great. Then you can be like, okay, cool. I'm going to bow out of this. If they say yes, great. Or it could be really as simple as I have a hard time being in conversations around diet and exercise. So I'm going to remove myself from this group. I just wanted to let you guys know so it didn't feel weird or out of left field or it doesn't look strange. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Boom. It does not have to be this huge conversation where we're flipping tables and calling people out and telling people what they're doing is wrong. It can be more about talking about what you need for yourself without trying to change anybody. And a lot of times that can actually elicit change in somebody. It can be like a light bulb of like, oh, I didn't know I was talking about it that much. Or I didn't know that maybe not everybody wanted to talk about this because everybody just engaged in the conversation. How was I supposed to know that? And so I really want you to hear in this. I want you to just do some digging around what it is that is bothersome. Am I worried about myself? Am I worried about that person? Am I worried about others? And if this was about taking care of me because I cannot control the behaviors of of other people, what might I need to ask for? And if it feels like I can't ask for that, there's some digging you can do around that. Like, oh, is this common? Does it feel like I can't ask for what I need? in other places? What is it about this specific place? Or what is it about me that is timid when it comes to speaking up for myself about myself? 
So a lot of digging and you can have maybe this conversation, you can journal about it, you can talk about it with a friend just to get some of these thoughts rolling. I know sometimes when people start, if, if you were in my office and we were talking about this, you might even come up with some of these things on your own. It just is helpful to kind of get that cyclical conversation, frustration and stuck place out of your head and out into the universe. So I hope that is helpful and know that you're not alone. Group texts can be challenging and I think it's totally fair for you to allow yourself to leave a situation that feels unhelpful and distressing or ask for something that could be really helpful and kind for yourself. So again, I hope this was helpful. If you guys have any other questions, you can send those to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. I am going to be getting married in two days. So hopefully I'm having the wedding that I need to have. In the meantime, I hope you guys are having the day you need to have. You can follow me at cat.defada on Instagram and at UniTherapyPodcast. And I will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.